0: trainer and brand builder, Aaron Jensen. We are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way.
1: Welcome to Through Thick and Skin Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Jensen. And my name is Megan Patterson. And we're here for some more episodes. Yes. I feel like we're so back in the swing of things. You know, we had a little break a few episodes ago, but it feels good to be back. Yeah,
0: we have a lot of stuff to talk about. So, I mean, I could talk forever, especially if it's about me. You know, I could have my (laughs) own podcast, but you guys would get bored of that. So, I decided to bring Aaron along.
1: Yep, I'm here. I, I'm here to give you the um, boring scientific information, and mm. Megan's here to keep it spicy.
0: I definitely keep it spicy, but Aaron does have some good nuggets of wisdom. So, <laughs> um, on episode 19, we are going to talk about something. It's kind of a touchy subject. Yes. Um The topic today is how do you break up with a client? Yes.
1: Client Awkward. patient. Anyone in your life, really?
0: Yeah, this could apply. I mean, so if you if you don't have clients, you could also apply this to your personal relationships, mm-hmm. like partners or family members or whatnot. But um, you know, this is a, this is a difficult topic to cover because nobody, I think, likes confrontation. Nope. Mm-mm. You know, like even though I'm an Aries woman, I, I, I have horns. I'm a ram. You know, I, I I lead with the head. I don't like confrontation. It's gotten easier over the years because I've I have boosted my self respect. But it is never easy to dump a
1: client. No. So
0: how often have you, how many times have you had to do it, Aaron?
1: It's very few and far between. Let's talk a little bit about you know the different um, aspects of medicine where you have to see one someone and you don't have to. So there are certain specialties of medicine, for example, emergency medicine, where you have to see that patient no matter what. If someone comes in and they're drunk or combative or abusive or throwing things at you, you legally have to see and treat that patient. Um, and, you know, props to all those people in that industry, because that is not an easy position to be in, where sometimes some people can th- consider it a thankless job. Um, but there are other patients, and the majority of patients, that are very thankful for their care. So emergency medicine is a specialty where you have to treat everyone who comes in the door, no matter what. Our industry, the aesthetic industry, it is an elective industry, and it is a private industry where if we we don't have to treat you if we don't see fit. Um, We are here to treat everyone, you know, race, creed, but if you are going to be abusive to our staff or to a provider, that's another situation where we're going to maybe, you know, draw the line. So it is few and far between where we have to fire people yeah get rid of them yeah
0: i mean it's awkward it's super uncomfortable and it's not the first thing like aaron doesn't go around chopping people just because they have a bad day or say something nasty i mean we really kind of like there's like an end of the rope that like we give them a little bit we give a client like we give an asshole client a little line and then once they repeatedly be mean disrespectful or rude then there has to be a decision made by Aaron, mm-hmm. do you want to continue to see this
1: person? Yes. And that is up to each individual provider, who has, whoever is providing care to that patient. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it is, it's a hard situation to be in, but I think something that has really helped me over the past few years is... I can smell at those people typically from the beginning and I just let them know that I'm not the right person from them from the start. So I almost during speed dating, break up with them or never pursue a relationship with them because I just know this is the type of person that's going to give us a hard time is not going to be good. Oh my for God. Us. I'm the
0: complete opposite. When I, when I date, I, uh, I <laughs> like red flags are racing flags. So I'm like, let's do it, babe. You don't call me back or respond to my texts. I'm fucking in love with you. (laughs) And Aaron's over here like, I have self-respect and integrity, and I'm not going to continue with this treatment. You haven't texted me back in 30 minutes, so we are done. Where I'm like, you know what? Maybe he just like, I don't know, blacked out or something. Or like, you know, I haven't heard from him in days. He totally still loves me. He doesn't even know my last name. Like that's just <laughs> our personalities are very different that you could snip that out. But also I think that comes with years, years of experience years where, where you were at a practice. You were at a derm practice where you saw people who like you accepted insurance. Like it was a different animal.
1: Yes, it was. But I still had the right to say, I don't want to see this person. Like I remember I saw this person, um, you know, some people can just honestly be just annoying. So I saw this m- man and I did his laser hair removal. He was just arrogant and would talk on the phone all the time. But then he started making like, talking about like sexual induendos with his wife and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is so inappropriate. So I told my boss like, look, I'm not treating this person anymore. Mm-hmm. Like do what you're gonna do with him, but I do not want to see him anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was very fortunate that I worked at a larger practice though so they had to deal with him with breaking up with him with sending him a certified letter. We were no longer gonna provide his care. He may have just went on and see another provider. I don't know, but yeah. you know, stuff like that. It, Yes. I mean, I did experience that in a larger practice. Yeah.
0: And you had somebody else. But now the treatment, you are like the CEO, aesthetic director, injector. You do it all. So like if you don't you don't give it to somebody else to break up with the client like you like to see the person face to face. Mm -hmm. If they can't come in face to face for whatever reason, you'll speak with them on the phone. And I think that's very important. Don't don't break up with the client via text or email.
1: Oh, yes. I mean, there are some legal ramifications, you have to follow through that you would provide service with for them if they were in need of emergency services. I mean, luckily in our industry, there aren't many reasons for emergency services, but you are still legally bound to pro- provide those services for a patient, mm-hmm. but you give them a warning. You know, you kind of send them a certified letter and you let them know that we are here for you for emergency services only for the next 60 days. After that, we have um, cut our ties from you yeah but you wouldn't have to do that as an aesthetic injector you, you do yes oh. yeah you do i mean it's the the legal and proper thing to do you know say if say if i did lip filler on someone and god forbid they had an occlusion or they had an infection i cannot just punt them and say like i'm not going to take care of you anymore Yeah, you have to like finish up their care yeah. but having their botox wear off after three months is not an emergency like you would not have to provide that service for someone yeah um and it, this is a relationship. So we are not a shop where you come in and buy something off a menu and tell us what you want. Like we are here to provide this level of care for you where we make sure that you are getting a good outcome, but that we are also comfortable with the service that we are providing you Mm to. So if you're going to come in and be demanding and be pissed that I'm not putting two syringes in your lips, I mean, if you're going to come in hot, our first encounter too, like yeah because let's
0: let's let's get clear like we get it sometimes you guys have a bad day
1: like sometimes uh, right okay so
0: like this is our goal at the treatment is to have ongoing relationships like Mm -hmm. how what percentage would you say of our clients returning
1: extremely high yeah like 80 90
0: oh yeah yeah so like we aren't just a hit and quit shop no we are not a group on we you don't come in and you just do one thing you know that it might be like that if you, like, you know, go to a Wax or something like that. But, like, our business is based on ongoing relationships, mm-hmm. building relationships, getting to know you as a person, watching you be single, then find your love on Tinder, then get engaged, then get married, then have kids. Like, we love seeing that arc. So, we get it. Like, Aaron can sense or other other providers can sense, like, you know... If, Like, it's funny, like, I've heard heard stories where, like, they were totally nice to me, but then they were a bitch to one of the estheticians, and then they came out, and they were nice to me again. Like, who knows what people are going through, or whatever anybody's experience is. Bottom line is that, like, we will, we aren't going to dump you if you're an asshole one day. You know, like, Mm -hmm. we get it. Like, you you had a bad day, you stepped in dog shit, your man dumped you,
1: whatever, and you're going to, like, project that onto us. But... It goes beyond that. Yes. Chronic abuse is different than having a bad day. You know, coming in and complaining about waiting one time when you've been here five times and, you know, being a little snippy to the front desk girl is very different than like chronic abuse Mm -hmm. or just something that's so much so out of line. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. One thing you learn as a provider is that everyone is pretty much nice to your face. Most people are, but they will be snatchy or rude to your medical assistant, Mm. to the girl at the front desk. Don't pull that in my office. I know
0: because Aaron knows this is the thing when people think they could treat like what they might see as like a lower level employee. So like entry level or something like where they see Aaron as like the PA, like the HBIC. So they think, they think they could, you know, not be nice to our check-in girl or, or, you know, and by the way, she's not a check-in girl. She is a client experience manager. She's a woman. She's a grown ass woman. Apologize for that. Yeah, no, (laughs) but I'm, no, no, no. I'm just saying that, you know, like, but that's how uh, people can see. They see, oh, she's just the check-in girl. No, this woman has double digit years in experience of clients. And then you're, you know, and also you think the medical assistant is not going to be straight up with Aaron. Like that's her right hand woman. That's her ear to the ground. Mm -hmm. So like if you are, have an attitude with, with one of her MAs, like she's going to know about it. But ultimately Aaron is going, so like you, you're all sweet and you know, sweet as sugar to Aaron, but she knows about those things. And if you are continuously abusive, rude, demanding to them and you are nice to Aaron, it doesn't matter. Aaron could have the ultimate say and can your ass? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she wouldn't say can your ass. Only I say that stuff. But you would, uh, remove them, eject them, um, chop them, <laughs> all of the
1: above. Yeah, <laughs> break. Yeah, break up with them. Essentially, break up you're with just them. continuing care with them. Yeah, and, and yes, if you are mean to my staff, what do you think the first thing is going to do? They're going to come back. Um, your patient's in room two. She refused her photos. She refused to sign her consent form. She is upset. Her The Botox didn't work last time, but she only wanted four units and she's pissed that she came 20 minutes early and you're only seeing her 15 minutes early. My armpits are sweating (laughs) just hearing that.
0: You guys, this stuff happens. Like, because when I, I'm like, when people, I'm like, babe, like we do so much here. Like, do you think we not want to get you in early if you come early? You know, and, and Aaron, you do a really good job at explaining to people because like people come in. You know, sometimes you get a a bad apple and they come in and they're like, I only have a budget for this much Botox, but I want the result of 30 units. Mm -hmm. And you're you're like, you know what? You're not going to get that. I'm going to be straight up with you. You should save your $92 and put it in the piggy bank. So when you have 300, we could do some work, Mm -hmm. you know, and they don't want to hear that. They're like, nope, I want four units. I want four units right now. That's what I came here to do. And then they come back two days later. My
1: Botox isn't sticking in. But now if you are a new injector listening to this episode, just learn, just don't treat them. Do Safe. Bending over backwards for someone like that will never come out to your benefit. And never.
0: Yes, and see, there's a difference between bending over backwards and creating an experience. So like some people might think, Having an espresso machine, flat and sparkling water, a burning candle and life plants. That's bending over backwards. No, that's not bending over backwards is selling like misinformation yes. just to get a little money out of a client that is not going to be worth your time. If anything, they're going to cost you money. Yes. Or compromising long, your morals too. Yeah.
1: You know what you think is, is appropriate. Yeah. So it's and the un- right treatment.
0: it's been unfortunate that we've had like a handful um, of clients who their expectations are just completely ridiculous mm-hmm. and, you you can't you have to we we don't sell like we we don't sell dreams and and like with snake oil and and like we are very realistic mm-hmm. you know like and that's what you have to be with these people you you can't sell them a promise that like oh yeah this much is going to cure your lifelong distaste for your fill in the blank you know what <laughs> i mean like this this serum is going to make your under eyes disappear like that's straight bullshit like Mm -hmm. you have to be very realistic with your clients and and what would you call it there's like a medical term like the realistic expectations yeah realistic expectations so when like because clients are allowed to be dissatisfied we're not saying that you you have to be
1: 100 happy there are adverse reactions and Suboptimal outcomes with any procedure. Even the most experienced injectors and surgeons will get them. And it's totally fine to be like, hey, I spent $600 on my Botox. I don't think it worked as well. You know, like, can we review my before and after pictures?
0: That's totally fair. Totally fair. And the right practitioner will be like, hell yeah, we will. Let's yes. take a look. Yes. Because if you're a confident injector, you'll want to know what didn't stick what didn't work let's figure this out like if you're a problem solver so like you know somebody can call on the phone and be like I want to speak with Aaron Jensen I got my Botox three weeks ago and it's worn off and I hear that I'm like dang like let's take a look at this yeah I open up the chart they got four units (laughs) I don't do that they got four (laughs) units exactly I know you wouldn't do that but But like I got in the beginning you know maybe you would have been like they got four units and they actually were seen four months ago. Yes. There's a whole other side. So also cover your ass injectors. Yes. You need to mark the shit out of your notes. Yes. You need to know where you put it, how much you put, what exactly photos, you
1: put. photos, video, also No,
0: What did she come in hot? Was she being nasty? Did she, slam her you know like make note like just like Erin says like oh she's getting married in August she's gonna get married in Temecula she's picking out her flowers that's also another customer service thing where you can bring that up and they're like oh my god she remembered that I'm getting married it's called notes you know what I mean you think your dentist remembers every time you know f- they don't remember it's called notes you know <laughs> um catch her in the grocery store then ask her hey ask her where she where you're getting married <laughs> quiz her on that then so um you know it's okay if you're
1: dissatisfied to talk about it yes and please if you're dissatisfied with the service go back to the provider who gave you that oh service oh my god you guys so many people are like i don't like my under
0: eye filler and i'm like oh my god when did when did our injector do it no your injector didn't do it i got it done elsewhere and i'll be like girl you need to go back to that injector yes. and tell them you are not happy. Yes. No, but I don't want to because their office staff doesn't pick up the phone. And the office girl last time, so she was just rude to me. And I'm just afraid to go back. And I'm like, wow, that is such a shame. Because if I had any service that was multiple hundreds of dollars, mm-hmm. I would want to go back and be like, yo, let's fix this. Yes. Or can you go half on it? Or can you give me a refund of sorts because I'm just not happy, you know? And
1: I would want any of my clients that felt that way to come back and see me too because I would want to write what happened. And sometimes it just takes explaining the situation. Like, actually, this is how it's supposed to look. You just need a few more units here. We'll totally fix it. We'll totally adjust it. So Mm -hmm. it just is taking that communication dialogue. When someone calls in and is coming in hot like, I got my Botox and I got it three weeks ago, blah, blah, blah. It's very different. But like, hey, Megan. I got my Botox. I don't think it really kicked in. Like, I am fully moving. Can I come back in? Just coming that approach, just having some kindness in your in your heart mm-hmm. goes a long
0: way. And that could be applied to any sort of business. Yes. You know, so like whether you're at the grocery store or you're at our office, like, please just be nice. Like, we are, We will go, you know, like, yeah, that's just a general life rule mm-hmm. 101 is just be nice. If you're not happy, that's okay. Yes. You're allowed to. That's also self-respect in itself too. If you paid for something and you're not 100%, Let's take a look at it. Yes. We are not going to be like, well, you, th- th- th-. like, that's not our attitude. We'll take a look and in a nice little well, way. Mm-hmm. We can explain, like, this is what's going on. Yeah, it could be a little correction. Or, you know what, this didn't, this was like you said, like, suboptimal results. Let's take, let's start over. Let's mm-hmm. do this again. Like, the right injector will be happy to make sure you're happy. Yes. They will also let you know if your re- expectations are unrealistic. Absolutely. Because Aaron has had clients come in the past that have real, that they need a, a under eye surgery. Mm-hmm. a blepharoplasty, right Blepharoplasty, blepharoplasty, yes. and aaron will say what you're looking for the results uh, would be come from a surgery and they'll say i don't want a surgery i just want injectables okay aaron will say you know like we need to understand let's be on the same page this is not going to give you the results of a surgery and then they're treated and they say i didn't get what i wanted that's where you have to cover your ass again and say like you are getting an under treatment right mm-hmm. or you are you know we cannot promise you plastic surgery results if you need them if you need them with but that is
1: the point of the injector should bring those up in the initial consultation like stress even like i go beyond like this you should get a surgery like even if you you know go get a consultation at least you know even if you're not ready for a surgery but Mm -hmm. you should press like what is going to be the best for that patient yeah so we kind of got on a a tangent because these are things that can prevent that can weed out The abusive patients from the dissatisfied patients, which I think are different.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's a good point. So, you know, you you don't want to just can a a client because they had a bad attitude right away. You know what I mean? That could be super messy you know a client's experience can spread like wildfire like that's why our advertising budget doesn't exist we don't have ads we just do really bomb work yeah
1: in hopes that our clients will spread the word they are our advertisers so and if someone's having a bad day you can actually spin it like we had one patient and she was just being nasty to everyone in the office come to find out her dog had died the day before and so we sent her a, a um a sympathy card for her dog passing away. And she mm-hmm. really appreciated that. So if you can dig a little bit deeper, be like, Hey, what's going on? I mean, I think patients will you know, really appreciate that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Just the human experience, mm-hmm. the human yeah. touch for sure. So let's talk about the abusive patient and how you do can them. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you do, you do the canning. I don't. So I, I do do the canning. <laughs> so, I mean, I,
0: I mean, I would even like give her in a pep talk. I'd be like, shake her shoulder and be like, okay, you got this. <laughs> you can do this. Cause for me personally, as much of, like a, a like a loud gregarious alpha woman I am, I hate conflict so much that I have to do like a pep talk in the mirror, take deep breaths, say a prayer, meditate, turn it over, and then I go into the situation being like, and then I black out because I'm just like I don't I'm I'm just so afraid. Mm-hmm. But were you, you I think the key to it is that you make it very matter of
1: fact. Yes, it's not personal. No, it, it's not. Personal, um, and look, I don't like conflict either. I hate conflict. I avoid conflict at all costs. But I am going to stand up for what's right and not let myself or my staff get abused. Typically, and this is rare. I mean, this rarely happens. But you can, ha- it's almost like a cancer if you let this person infect your your office. Usually, the patient is in the office because they're there for the fourth time, just like being nasty about something. So there's there's different ways reasons why we would terminate someone one for just being abusive or two we're just not getting them the results that they think should be appropriate in their head um, even though you've explained to them multiple times like what the results are that it's appropriate so if someone is being abusive i usually just go into the room and be like hey You know, and just like you said, matter of fact, lay out the situation, what has gone on, A, B, and C. You did this, you did this, you did this, and explain to them, look, we are here for you. We are here to help you out the best you can. We are trying to help you. We are trying to provide service to you. You do pay a lot of money to be here, but at the end of the day, I don't think we can make you happy. And- I don't think your behavior is appropriate to myself, my staff. We are humans, and we are just really trying to help you out. I'm very sorry, but we can no longer continue this relationship. Best of luck to you. And I really, like, sincerely mean that. Like, for someone to be that abusive to someone, I just think they must be in such a dark place in their life for whatever reason. Like, it doesn't feel good to act that way. It can't feel good. Mm -hmm. So just, I almost feel bad for them Mm -hmm. that they are that type of person or they are behaving that way Um, and I just let them know that like I I really wish you the best when that type of person is probably used to conflict they're probably used to someone coming back at them and yelling at them and being having an attitude with them where they're just going to escalate and escalate with that conversation if you just come into them really calm like I'm sorry best of luck to you you know yeah I think that's very helpful that you explain
0: Mm -hmm. you're not just like we're done yeah because they're like what do you mean we're done you say in a nice way you know this is what you know my staff told me that um you know on multiple occasions you called them incompetent you know i distinctly remember the first time i was called a useless piece of shit in customer service i was Mm -hmm. working at the w hotel and some chick on the phone called me like a useless piece of shit and that i was a bitch and i was like shocked and stunned and i like ran out to the alley and started to cry because i was like this woman doesn't even know me like Mm -hmm. you know like i'm somebody's daughter i'm somebody's sister like i'm somebody's if i had a kid i'm somebody's mom you know and like do you have a mom do you have a sister do you have a daughter would you ever talk to your daughter like that like how dare you you know and when you really like add the empathy and the human touch people are like whoa i didn't even think of that i'm like yeah because you're so busy thinking about yourself Mm -hmm. and what the world owes you and what the check-in girl owes you when really like we go above and beyond Mm
1: -hmm. that's such a good point i mean uh I had this person like attacking me on social media and I was telling you about how I was going to tell her off. And she's like, why don't you just like take a step back and you ask them what's going on in their life. Oh my like, God, Megan, you're so right. I know, but I'm I had such wise. a good comeback at her when I saw her at the gym, but well I'll leave her be. <laughs> yeah. Cause the thing
0: is, is like we just, we, we, everybody's suffering in some, in some form and, and this is a whole other episode we could touch upon. But um, like you said, that person is going through it to the point where they are taking like innocent, hostages like your medical assistant the other people or even you mm-hmm. where you are literally trying to help them you're trying to make them feel better treat their medical condition whatever and they're still being nasty so let's say you had that hypothetical conversation out of the times you've had a dump a client what has been their response they send me a thank
1: you card later like like saying what saying i'm or an apology you know yeah. apologizing for their behavior and you know same thing kind of wishing wishing the best wow Has anybody, when you said, like, we are not a good fit, been like, fuck you? Not really. Um, You know, I guess it's, I'm kind of fortunate because I don't see, take new clients right now. So all my clients I've seen for a long time, so I don't really have to deal with that as much. Mm -hmm. But I think people get more um, pissed off in the beginning when you let them know from the start that you're not a good fit for them. Mm -hmm. So when someone comes in and wants another syringe of Juvederm Ultra Plus and their overfilled lips, and I'm like, you know... It's just not, it's not good for you. And like, but I want it, but I want a syringe in my lips and I'm going to go somewhere else. Who's going to do it for me. It's like, well, yes, you can go to lots of places that are going to mm-hmm. overfill your lips and take your money, but I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Fine. I'm so fucking pissed. It's like, okay, I hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just, it's just, Thank you have a nice day. <laughs> I, it's just, I don't know. yeah, I mean, it's, and it's funny in the beginning, you so, you know, you you just mentioned like you literally gave an example of how to break up. Like if you wanted to copy and paste it, Aaron's yes. script, you totally can do you that. You
1: acknowledge that what they have done to people in the office. You tell them it's inappropriate and not tolerated in a very nice, neutral way. Mm-hmm. And you let them know that you will no longer be providing services for them.
0: Yeah, you don't. I mean, you don't go in and be like, you've been a bitch. You've had attitude with our clients. It's just kind of like you're backing up your people. You know what I mean? You're telling your people, like, I support you. I hear you. Like, I'm not going to tolerate this type. Like, there's no amount of money that person can spend that will make them, like, that will justify them staying an asshole client. No. There's no amount of money. I don't care if you throw thousands of dollars at me because I'm not that much of a whore. Like, I you know like there's certain things no. I whore myself out for but it's not money to assholes
1: but you know it's so funny in that industry the people that are assholes aren't the ones that are big spenders they're like the cheap ones too. I know I know like, geez, so bitter let's
0: so yeah okay so if how to, okay so you know how to break up with a client now because yes. of Aaron Um. so how to like before you get to that breakup you know you have to take a step back and be like why do I want to break up with them? And these are some ways you could like help you assess. So are they unreasonable? Mm-hmm. Unreasonable in their expectations. So these are these might be clients who come in. I'm trying to think of like other beauty industries, like maybe makeup, hair, wax girls. Are they unreasonable? You, you have a consultation with them and um, you know, the first makeup trial might be a little off, but that's why it's called a trial. You do a second one, they're not happy. You do a third one, they're not happy. It's kind of like, Will they ever be happy? You yeah. know, like they might have unreasonable expectations. So make sure that the expectations are clear. Okay. Um, also, if they steal from you, and this might not be a literal pocketing, I mean, we had some client like steal a plant of ours or a book. A book and it was so weird a
1: mindfulness book too
0: yeah we had a we had a book on our shelf and yes. and melanie had noticed that it was pocketed and we figured it out but it was so awkward and she, embarrassing want, to bring she it asked up. to read it
1: but then she was reading it in the room and everyone was aware she was reading it in the room and then she took it with she her. walked it off hey whatever <laughs>
0: she needed that mindfulness more than we did i guess so so if they steal from you and i'm talking about if they steal your time so another example a client who has 10 no shows yes okay You know, with, with hair and nail and wax girls, you know, like they're what, what you guys are, what you get from a a 15 minute appointment might not be as significant as like an hour long. Like say one of your clients booked a Brazilian blowout. That's a high price item. Mm -hmm. Right. And she no calls, no shows. That is you missing out on $300. Yes. You could have had a client come in. You could have had a girl that just needed some highlights. You know what I mean? Nevertheless, you are sitting now twiddling your thumbs Mm -hmm. for an hour. Okay, so all of you girls who no call, no show. I have no mercy for you. No, Megan does not. I like time. You do not fuck with my time because I can't (laughs) get that back. I can't buy my time. You know what I'm saying? And so if you continue, if you have girls who are chronic, no call, no shows, you can break up with them. Mm -hmm. How would you break up with somebody who who booked and, and by the way, going back to our technology, we, we have ways where we can make it unavailable for people to book online because,
1: you know, show 10 times. And and when you call to try to get in, we ask for yeah. some. Serve. But we do have a no show fee, too. We, yeah. we uh, hold a credit card. And if you don't show, we charge you a fee for that. Yeah.
0: But for, say you charge them 10 fees. Yes.
1: Yes. Well, the next time I before it gets to 10 fees, I mean, we've gotten better in our protocols. But say they, they get to two or three no shows. The next time the protocol will be they need to pay for their service up front. And if they do not show up for the service, they lose that money. Mm-hmm. So you want your lip filler done. You, put, you pay a $700 up front and you can hold your appointment that way. Yeah. And if you miss out on it, you miss out. And
0: guess what? The ones who are like, what the hell are the ones who are going to no show? Yep. Mm-hmm. The ones who are like, totally, you know, it's just been some days. My kid's sick. My dog ran out of the fucking gate. You know, like I get it. I'm going to pay for it. Like they will be fine with that because yes. what they don't realize is that it's just a disrespect. Yes. They disrespect the fact that we have a wait list of people trying to see mm-hmm. our injectors. Mm-hmm. And then you think it's just a casual no biggie that you blocked off an hour of Aaron's time when there are people who would travel from Fresno, you know, and you're just being a sex shit. Like, I I feel <laughs> very strongly yeah. about that.
1: You know, it's funny when I do have a client, I'll see them like, Aaron, I'm so sorry. I missed my uh, my last um, appointment, my house flooded and I couldn't get in and I'm so sorry, I will refund their no-show fee yeah. that automatically went through because, you know what? They're loyal. I appreciate them. They're truly apologetic. I'm not here just to take your money, yeah. but it's those people that do disrespect your time. That's what it's chronic, for. Chronic no chronic. So don't do that. So
0: yeah, you are allowed
1: to pe- for people... So
0: you could, you could finesse it. So you could be like, I'll charge your service up front and if you don't show, then I keep the money. Mm-hmm. Um, Usually they don't pay up front Yeah, just go elsewhere yeah which is fine and that's totally fine um you know also if they threaten you so if they threaten you like i'm gonna go elsewhere i'm gonna yelp your ass Mm -hmm. i'm gonna who threatens who You know, like any sort of business transaction. I'm not trying to be in a relationship with a business person where I'm like feeling threatened or I'm like under this pressure. Like, I have to do this or they're going to go elsewhere. No, I'll give you directions on how to go (laughs) elsewhere.
1: Okay, I do. If someone doesn't match your aesthetics or expectations, I will tell them, you know, you should see a plastic surgeon. This is who I recommend. This is this. Actually, I probably wouldn't send the plastic surgeons. I like those snatchy people. But yeah, um, yeah, you're just. Go threatening for it. is not going to get you anywhere. No. Okay. So those, so no. if any of those
0: people are unreasonable, if they're stealing from you, if they're threatening you, mm-hmm. or if they're disrespectful of your staff, yes. those are all legitimate reasons to can a client. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I said, there's no amount of money that they can give you that will make any of it justifiable. No. Not any at of all. that treatment. Um, so you know, just to kind of uh, to kind of go over briefly, kind of like the steps on how to break up with a client. Um, first of all. Do it in person, okay? I know it's e- everyone texts and emails and it's easier, but that's a bitch ass move is to not do it in person.
1: Yes, and you shouldn't let it go that far. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't let them be abused in the office and then leave and go home. Just confront them there. Yeah. And if, if it's your patient and you're the injector, don't be a pussy and make your staff do it. Do it yourself. Yeah. Who okay. would do it? Listen, if you're collecting those checks
0: as one of the top dog injectors, don't make your poor <laughs> assistant. Go in there who's 19, doesn't even know how to compose a sentence because all they do is text and emojis to have a breakup conversation with an adult woman. You need to fess up just, you know, and just be a a grown ass woman and have a difficult conversation. Yes. And remember, if you if you if you sat and reflected and with confidence can say you are disrespectful. It's not tolerated here. I wish you the best. Mm -hmm. That's it. Which leads to the next one. Keep it curt and to the point. Yes. Okay. You don't have to go into your childhood trauma as to why you need to break up with them. You know, I'm sorry, you know, Mrs. So-and-so. It's just you have the haircut of the third grade teacher who told me I was never going to be anything in my life. And so that really (laughs) triggers my childhood trauma. And I cannot see. No, they don't need to know all that. Just keep trim the fat. Whenever I have to have difficult conversations with people, I write out a script And then I boil it down to like a sentence Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of talking, but not much being said when you're very wordy. Yes. Okay. So keep it curt, to the point, clear and concise. Set a clear boundary. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what a boundary is, look it up, find a therapist, um, find out what a boundary is. A boundary means it's not crossed. So the client might, I don't know, this hasn't happened to you, Aaron, but they might come
1: back and be like, no, 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 I promise. I promise I'll be nice. It was just, I was hungry. Oh, I've had that before. So at my old office, this, this guy complained about, I mean, we gave like realistic expectations, blah, blah, blah. He complained about something and called the office manager and wanted 50% off his bill. So I picked up the phone. I was like, Hey dude, it's Aaron. What's up? What's wrong? He's like, Oh, he's like, Oh, nothing, nothing. And I told the office manager, I was like, Oh, Just, you know, refund half his money and tell him we can no longer treat him. He's like, oh, no, I didn't want that. I still want to come there for treatment. Like you're going to complain but not confront me Mm -hmm. and then say you want to come back for treatment. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So people
0: might push back. People might want to. But remember, you have to stick to your guns. Yes, that's a great point. It's not going to get any better. Mm -hmm. They're not going to suddenly change their ways. How are you going to have a a 50-year-old person ingrained in their shitty behavior just suddenly have a change of heart and be like i'm gonna be nice to the girl who checks me in although i've chronically been a bitch for the past eight visits Mm -hmm. no it's not gonna happen it's okay let them go stick to your boundaries be firm with it don't waver yes don't let them persuade you to think you know megan maybe i shouldn't let him go no you've made your decision move forward with it okay Mm -hmm. goodbye um and then also keep your cool so you might start shaking you might start tearing up You might start having like physical reactions to a person being mean to you, but just take a deep breath and remember it'll be over Mm -hmm. in the moment. It feels like you're not going to get out of it if it's a difficult conversation, but just take a deep breath and it's okay if you cry a little bit or get teared up. It doesn't, you know, whatever. Mm. Or if you shake, I've been in conversations where I come out of it just like my body's shaking, but it's okay. And remember
1: it's your place. It's your home you're you're in charge of that situation yeah, you protect
0: that energy yes um and then you know do it fast and gracefully as graceful as possible it's not going to be perfect the first time you do it it's never going to be perfect you know it's always going to be a little uncomfortable you don't know what you're going to get so you could have a script practiced in your head and then they come out with you a, a curveball um but you know they the this person is not a bad person per se. So like they're a bad attitude, but they're not a bad person. And just remember, it's just not a good fit. Mm -hmm. That's it. And then once they leave, get some sage and burn it and, and cleanse the area. Open up all your windows too. Cause I know some of you guys be saging and keeping your doors and windows closed. That means the spirits are just
1: circling around. (laughs) Duck, duck, goosing in your house. I think our building is so old in Claremont. I don't know if the front like room windows open now that I think about it.
0: Yeah, they do. You got to open them up. You get a fan. Before. Get a fan. So sage it, fan it out. And then just know that you did the right thing by protecting the energy of your space, protecting your time, protecting your employees. You'll never regret it. Yeah, you never will. So we hope this helps some of you guys when it comes yes. to the awkward breaking up. And also, if you don't have a business, you could apply this with anybody you're dating mm-hmm. or friends. I've had to break up with friends, platon- like just my like girlfriends, just platonic friends that I'm not romantic with and it's uncomfortable but you know when you do it the right way and you come from a place of love it's really good and it's very freeing Mm -hmm. so apply this with your boyfriends with your girlfriends with um, friends that are no longer serving you if you have anybody in your life that you feel is draining when you hang out with them if you don't want to see them if you have a client that you see on the books and you're like ugh not again take a look at that Mm -hmm. if you see a friend who's like hey when are we going to hang out and you're like ugh take a look at that Life is too short to keep around these people in your life just for the sake of fill in the blank, for the True. sake of feeling relevant, for the sake of money. No. Trim the fat, get rid of that shit, and live your best life. Love it. Words of wisdom. <laughs> I love it. So thanks, guys. Make sure to follow us on um, Instagram through Thick, and, through Thick and Skin Podcast. Uh, share with us, uh, share our episodes with your friends. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. And uh, thanks so much for listening. Hopefully, these tips can help you guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Bye.